Welcome to the Words in Season podcast. My name is Kara Marie Morris and I'm your host. In this series, in the joy in the, we're talking about the joy in the labor, the joy in the growth, the joy in fulfilling the heart of God. And this week we're talking about the joy in the reward. What is the reward of the Christian? So thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can find more episodes on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But most importantly, remember that every time that you open the Bible, the Word of God, that Jesus always has a word in season for you. So in Hebrews 12, 2, it's our foundational scripture, and we've been looking at it that it's that Jesus is the author and the finish of, finisher of our faith. That we look away from everything, from what's going on in this world, what's going on in my life, what's going on in my body. And I look to Jesus, looking away from all that would distract and look to Jesus because he is the one who began our faith and he's the finisher of our faith. And he despised the shame and he ignored what was going on and he was joyful and something was able to keep him on the cross. And what was that? That was being able to provide salvation for all who would believe, all those that would believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. So the ultimate reward for us as a Christian is Jesus Christ, Jesus dying for our salvation, Jesus delivering us from sin, from sickness, from poverty, and Jesus being able to look to Jesus as our soon coming King, that he's coming back for all who would believe. And now, not only as we looked in previous episodes, that we get to co-labor with him, that we get to disciple people, but that the soul is the ultimate reward for Jesus. So if that was the ultimate reward for Jesus, that is the ultimate reward for me. My soul continuing to, to live for him, to walk out this salvation, but also to be a harvest worker for him. So let's go to Psalm 16 and verse 11. It says, you show me the path of life, not the news, not my feelings, not my job, but you show me the Lord Jesus. You show me the path of life. And in your presence, there's fullness of joy, not just buying that one more thing, or if I had that thing, or if I wasn't in this situation anymore, or didn't live here, or if I had a bigger house. No, in your presence, which is great news for a Christian because now, because of the Holy Spirit living in us, like it says in Acts 2, 4, that we were filled with the Holy Spirit and we began to speak in tongues just like they did in, in the first church. Now we continue to do that. We can be more present in his presence as we speak in tongues, as I go to his word, as I come to him with intentional devotion that his presence is the joy that I find. It says, in your presence is the fullness of joy. So this presence I can be more aware of. I can focus my eyes on that. And that is what brings joy, remembrance of the joy. Again, yesterday, super busy day at work, just like you have, super busy day, super full day and getting distracted. But again, as I was working, 
keeping it in my head. I came into work, to be honest, with a really bad attitude, focusing on all the wrong things, feeling really anxious about what was going on in my own personal life. And I had to constantly, it wasn't just like a, okay, one thing, one simple prayer, and then I'm going to work now. No, it was a constant renewing saying, Kara, in my head, because I'm at work, in my head saying, Kara, you're fine. I, and just beca becoming thankful is what helped me to refocus. God, I thank you for the sky. God, I thank you for these beautiful trees. God, I thank you for this season change. I thank you that you're with me. I thank you that the old Kara has passed away and now you have brought new life into me. And I thank you that I'm not alone. And I thank you that you're with me. And I thank you that I don't have to do this shift alone. And I can't even do this simple job. I can't do this without you. And I don't want to do it without you. So beginning to do that, rehearsing that, focusing on that, it brought the presence. And probably by three or four o'clock, it's like that anxiety, because of the grace of God, that anxiety lifted from me. And I was able to enjoy the rest of the night. And also I had to make that choice because I was going to be there for quite a few more hours. And I thought, you know what, I'm not going to, I messed up. I, I let fear and anxiety come into because of thoughts I started entertaining those thoughts and that's when anxiety came and I, I let that come it stole my joy and I thought no I'm not gonna wait until the next day to control this I'm gonna take authority over it now and so I started speaking to myself I started memor uh, going over the scriptures that are memorized that are in my heart and by the end of the afternoon peace came his presence came in his presence came the fullness of joy so that I was able to enjoy the coworkers in front of me. I was able to enjoy the task that was in front of me. It is in his presence that there is joy. So there is joy in the reward for the Christian. Jesus dying for our salvation, that's the reward for us. Jesus delivering us from sin, sickness, and poverty. And Jesus coming back again. And we can know that everything in this life that we go through, that it is temporary. It is temporary and that we're not going through it alone. First Peter 1, 6 through 9 says, And you should be exceedingly glad on this account, that now you suffer for a little while, and you may be distressed by trials and suffer temptations, so that the genuineness of your faith may be tested, which is more infinitely precious than perishable gold, which is tried and purified by fire. And this proving of your faith is intended to redound to your praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the one, is revealed. Without having seen him, you love him. And though you do not even now see him, you believe in him and exult and thrill with inexpressible, glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. And at that same time, you will receive the outcome and the consummation of your faith, the salvation of your soul, the joy and the reward is knowing that Jesus Christ is our savior, that there is salvation, that we live eternal life now. We don't start eternal life when we get to heaven, but that quality, eternal life is not just a quantity of time, but it's a quality of life that we begin to live now. And that is the joy, that is part of the joy of the reward as a Christian, that no matter what our faith, everybody's going through faith tests but our faith will pass this test and it will make us stronger. It'll make us see him in a different way. It'll bring this joy 
that the same joy that kept Jesus on the cross, like we looked at in Hebrews 12 too, that same joy, it was tested and Jesus passed that test so that we could come into his family. And we have that same tenacity. We have that same fight in us to receive the salvation of our soul and to see others receive the salvation of their souls. And we know that Jesus is our soon coming King. And that's why doing, being able to work with him, being able to receive this reward of, of salvation, this treasure, we can do it and we can share it with others. And that is the thing that satisfies as a Christian. It's not the thing, it's not the ministry, it's not the accolades, but it's receiving the reward, the reward of my salvation and the reward of being able to see others come into the kingdom of God. In Revelation 22:12, 12, it says, Behold, I'm coming soon, and I shall bring my wages and rewards with me and to repay and render to each one just as his own actions and his own merit. So Jesus is coming with rewards and I wanna be rewarded and I'm sure you do too. So I wanna be seen as doing whatever he called me to do today. It's not always an easy thing, but it's always good. It's always a reward to work for him, to do what he's called us to do. And there's a reward for us as Christians. And the reason why there are rewards, I was thinking about this the other day, the reason the, the Lord gives us rewards, we're gonna be rewarded for our good works, that we're saved unto good works and we're rewarded for these good works. And so that we have something when we get to heaven and I, God opens that book and he said, okay, Kara, here, he burns off all the things that didn't matter and that weren't for him and they were in my own strength. But then there were things that I did for him that no one knew about that were just for him, that were from a heart of praise and honor and worship. And he sees those things. Why did he give me those things? So that I have something of value to give back to him. That's why he gave us this life, this free will, that we have something of value to give back to him. Because without him, I have nothing, I am nothing. But with him, he gave me everything. So in 2 Timothy 4, 8, 2 Timothy 4, 8, it says, As to what remains henceforth, there is laid up for me the victor's crown of righteousness for being right with God and doing right with the, which the Lord, the righteous judge will award to me and recompense me on that great day, not to me only, but also to all those who have loved and yearned for and welcome his appearing, his return. So Jesus has a crown for us. A, a, a soul winner's crown as we are seeing that, yes, this is the ultimate reward, my salvation, but I can't just keep this to myself. I have to go to others to be light and to be salt. My example in everything that I think, say, and do is Jesus Christ himself. And Jesus, of course, he has received the crown of King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And he gives us this opportunity to join with him, to receive a victor's crown so that we can lay it back at his feet when we, when we go to heaven. I want to receive this victor's crown, the soul winner's crown, so that I have something to give back to him. So there is a joy in the reward. We get rewards from God, from doing the good works that he has called us to. We weren't just saved just to be saved and to not do anything, but we have been saved 
so that we can never be separated from God because God loved us and he wanted us, but he also wants us to multiply his love on the earth. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined and planned before us, taking the paths that are prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and he made ready for us to live. So he predestined us and planned beforehand, before the foundation of the world, that he would provide salvation for me and provide salvation for you. And this is part of the reward, my salvation, knowing that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and being able to be that soul winner, to receive a soul winner's crown, to see others be set free from a darkness, from addiction, from fear and anxiety, be set free from the world system and come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Those are the good works. And that is the reward which we will receive a victor's crown for, a soul winner's crown, that crown of righteousness and being able to lay it. I mean, what greater joy is there to be able to lay the crown that God has given us back at his feet and to honor and glorify him with all that we have. So thank you for watching this episode. You can remember, you can find the rest of this series and the rest of these episodes on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But most importantly, remember that whenever you open the Bible for yourself, that Jesus Christ always has a word in season for you. God bless you. I know.